It's the Rad Years Podcast. Back again. Welcome. Do you know what episode we're on? Uh, you don't off the top of your head, Is it 167? <laughs> uh, Simpsons reference. <laughs> no, I don't think we're that far yet. But pat on the back if we get that far. 20? No, Is we're not. We're like 13. 13? Okay, well. That's, you're really overshooting. When so... Last week we talked game shows, but we really didn't talk game shows. We, we ta- will revisit. Sure, we'll revisit uh, well, some. Actually, of those. no, we will visit game shows. <laughs> we'll visit. We'll actually talk about Double Dare. Yeah. We really beat. Is that the phrase "beat around the bush"? There is that what we did? You know when I said I w- we were bitching about how I would lose my mind when the flag was right there and you could see it, and they're like going all over the place, but they can't grab the damn flag? Yeah. That's basically what we did last <laughs> night. We were just crawling around in the slime, and the flag was right there. Oh, uh, we just couldn't get to it. It was so elusive. Well, we, we've got... We figured it's been a few episodes since we talked toys. Figures. Well, you figured figures. Uh, I thought you were being pun. <laughs> it's like when Michael Scott realizes he made a pun after the fact, stops and says, a pun. <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of things on set right now staring at me. We'll get to those later. Uh, so what's our, fir- our first segment? I forget what you call it. Uh, I forgot because we were supposed to record something like, like months. We got to do it before he dies. <laughs> that was kind of mean. We know some radio folk that, uh, you know, as being video folk have just been annoying to us. But now that we're kind of doing what is modern radio and known as podcasting. As you can tell by listening to this audio program, we are video people. <laughs> Clearly. So what's first? Oh, something happened. Uh, oh, shit. I didn't even put a date down. I'm an asshole. Ugh. All right. Well, if anyone got my uh, episode 167 reference, uh, it has to do with this. Simpson, Homer Simpson, he's the greatest guy in history. From the out of Springfield. He's about to hit a chestnut tree. It's fantastic. Uh, that car took a beating. That's up there. It's one of those songs mm-hmm. that just all day in your head. Right, not the real Flintstone no. song. Actually, that was kind of stuck in my head, too, because looking back at this. But in 1997, yeah. the Simpsons in uh, Season 8, Episode 14 which would be episode 167, pers- surpassed, pers- surpassed, perspassed, perspassed, the Flintstones in number of animated series uh, episodes uh, created from 167. For a prime time or just on all, in, in general? Uh, in general, yep. Ooh. 
for, for anyone. And they that, lapped them a few times. Uh, yeah, they're up to, depending on when you're listening to this, within this week, either 609 or 610. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, this episode, and, and they didn't make a big deal out of it, but they kind of made it an in-joke in itself. This was the Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie show, mm. which kind of poked fun at the longevity of a series like that and the retooling. What was and, it, Kazoo? Uh, the little Martian that Fred saw over yeah. his shoulder? Yeah. That's <laughs> hey, dum-dum. They even, <laughs> they even had him. In, they right? even, yeah. yeah, Simpsons <laughs> even did him too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was very much a, a self-satire, jump the shark kind of episode. where uh, Was it known as? Uh, some would say. Worst episode ever. <laughs> That is worst the first time. Ever. That is the first time you ever heard the phrase "worst episode ever." Uh, they were ahead of their time too. Nineteen ninety-seven. People bitching on the people internet. People bitching on the internet. That's dot. Uh, where was it? Alt dot <laughs> bitching dot net. And you go on complain. Uh, that is. That's. But it's poochy. been. And I mean, they. It was in its infancy. Right. The bitching. It's been. But I mean, the internet started as a place where people could bitch about true. things. True. But now, now it's a so now it's a millennial, do it. yeah, and it's got a shitty attitude. It so does. it's exactly what you would expect it to be, right? So our show today, we're talking about old toys, and that, there's no like we we focused on Kenner, we focused on Ghostbusters, we focused on uh, we you know laser pinpointed toys. But now we're gonna just talk about fucking toys we had when we were kids. I, no, all bets are off. There's no limitations. You could pick from anything. We picked. Ten pretty shitty toys, but we love them. I, it, it's funny. Oh, the one when I get into it, the hopes and dreams. This was going to surpass Barbie. Really? And for most people, probably don't even know about it. <laughs> well, I, I guess I start this week because uh, I finished last week. The yeah. Price is Right. Oh, yeah. So. Did yeah. we talk about Price is Right or? <laughs> I think we. No. Oh, we no, no. We, no we ended Double Dare, didn't we? Yeah. We were kind of lopsided because we were, we figured we'd talk so much about Double Dare. Let's just do four each, and then we'll have all this time to dedicate to talking about Double Dare. <laughs> Ten minutes in the Double Dare. I'm like, we got to wrap this up. <laughs> not even. Well, should I go first anyway? Yeah. Why not? Is it potted up? Yep. Oh, there it goes. Shrinky Dinks collector sets. You can collect them all. Shrinky Dinks make the fun shine. Buy color forms. Buy color forms. I don't remember this commercial. I remember the Shrinky Dinks. I love to watch them shrink. That one. Because uh, I had the Ghostbusters and, of course, Pee Wee mm-hmm. Herman and Alf. I had the Alf ones. Shrinky Dinks. I remember doing the Alf because you would. Uh, WWF ones. Yeah, because the Alf ones you would you could color. That you all, all of them you could color. Well, some of them came pre-colored. Mm, I think all the ones I had you colored with yeah. colored pencils. It came with a little mm-hmm. set of colored pencils, and you color them in. Yeah, those were the but, ones I had. Yeah, you're remembering not, Shrinky Dinks wrong. No, they made some that were like pre, like pretty sure like the girls' ones. No, <laughs> butterflies and shit. Yeah, well. But no, I remember my Alf ones. I remember in my grandparents' house, firing up the oven, 
Yeah, you needed your parents on this one. If you I mean, you didn't because you used the fucking cast iron skillet when you were six. That was the stove, not the oven. Uh, Safety first. Well, was it a gas stove? No. Oh, well, then they're both. I don't know. Stove is, one would say, is more dangerous with a cast iron skillet. And 212 degree oil. 212 degree oil, yes. Except for an oven. I mean, unless you crawled into it with the gas on. There's really nothing you could do in the oven. Just getting that in and out. Um, I was pissed with the Ghostbusters set, something you might remember out there if you had it. Like, they didn't give you the right colors to make them the colors that match the cartoon. So you just had to fucking wing it, and I was pissed. I was a person who liked, who had no imagination and needed it to look exactly like it does on the cartoon. Yeah, I remember... I remember doing my ALF ones at my grandparents' house. I think they got them for like, might have been like Easter or something. You know, it's like, like you know, it's not, sh- it's not a present toy. holiday, yeah. but it's like, a, hey. It well, I think that's happy. what the whole Colorforms brand existed as. Like, mm-hmm. even Colorforms, you're like, oh, this is fucking cool for a minute. <laughs> and yeah, it's then, to keep you busy while. Right. It's vinyl stickers you put on a, like, a, a glossy uh, diorama and yeah it keeps you busy for about yeah. five minutes how do you really play with that it's how like, do you hey we're you know what though we managed we i did. did but they're down the road <coughs> there's an, there's another toy i want to bring up just very specifically i'm like i don't understand how you play with that or how this is even fun it seems so mundane to me it's like oh great because i had the alf color forms too Right. It's like when he's like, it was like a bar in uh, Melmac or yeah. some shit like it, that. Those are based on the cartoon, yeah. not the uh, Not in the sitcom. show. And there wasn't really any merchandise based off of the sitcom. Everything was off the cartoon and the comic. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, I remember if you cut them, if you don't cut them right, if you leave a little bit of an edge. Oh, yeah, you get a weapon. Oh, yeah. It's like a shiv in prison. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. I think that's exactly the mentality behind making a shiv in prison. Cut a piece of plastic, melt it down until it's nice and hard, and stab <laughs> someone with it. Yeah, I was bad with scissors, so mine were always sh- weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was not a good. I mean, I can you tell that about me now? Oh yeah, I mean, I wouldn't trust you with a even safety scissors. The little those plastic the, safety yeah, scissors, the ones that would bind up on you and then yeah, you oh, get your yeah. hands stuck in there, and they'd hurt like a son of a bitch. It'd yeah. actually be safer than to just give me a real pair of scissors. Or you were probably using an exacto knife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My parents knew better than to trust me with anything. I used to teach knife safety. You are such a Boy Scout. I was. I know. I wasn't. It's We're like we won. Oh, they would have loved you. We're like, Say it time and time again. <laughs> they would have loved you. We're like goofus and gallant. <laughs> Seriously. Actually, we're a lot more like uh, tandem. We'll tease next week that that show definitely has to be discussed. Oh. I don't even know what you're talking about. Different strokes? Willis and Arnold? You're the Willis to my Arnold? (laughs) We'll go with that. Okay. Am I I not getting it at all? We've discussed this before. I'm your Al. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's 100%. Literally. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm an idiot. Okay. Shall we move on? What's your next? What's your first? Oh, my first. Yeah. Power, 
Omni cannons. Forward laser. Mandibles. Omni lasers. Proton cannons. Buzzsaw. Omni lasers. Broadside rockets. Tri laser. Quest star. Krulos by Tormeko. The evil Rulons are tired of playing games. You are finished, Quest star. They want the Dino Riders' time key. Your brother eats flies, Krulos. The greatest battle in the history of the universe is about to begin. Tyrannosaurus Rex and Diplodocus with motorized walking action and Monoclonius, each with figures in battle gear. Dino Riders! Dino Riders! What's a Diplodocus? I thought it was Diplodocus. So did Diplodocus? I. Oh, wow. Wait, what do we know? And it was what motorized? Do... Yeah, yeah. You. Uh... I didn't have any of these. Oh, yeah. I had the, I had, I had the Diplodocus, apparently. Well, although, all those years, I thought I had Diplodocus, but hey. Potato, potato. Yeah, but they, hey, they knew how to make dinosaurs because it got to the point where the Smithsonian even said, these are accurate as shit. We want them. You remake them for us, and we're going to sell them under the Smithsonian brand in our stores. And they did. Without they really the ride-on good. weapons? Without the ride-on weapons. They didn't were motorized. They were just recreations. You know, those fun museum toys. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, you, um, you're, you go to a museum, and you need to leave with a toy. Yeah. So. Um, ironically, but they were very accurate for 1987. So yeah, of course. Like, you know, T-Rex is still standing up like an asshole. Right. You know. Uh, dino Riders. Tell me about them. You didn't ha- so you didn't have any dino riders. Did not. All right. So the um, the Valerians are a telepathic human race in the future. Okay. Okay. And they get their asses handed How to them. How far into the future? Um, it's up there. Okay. They got spaceships and time travel. You never studied. And they're telepathic humans. I don't think they ever stressed that. No. It's like a more of a long time ago in a Just galaxy a far, future. far away okay, kind right. of thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, even though it wasn't a long time ago. Well, it was a long time ago, eventually. Eventually. Uh, because I believe the time key is going to be involved in The this? time key is involved. And the Rulon Empire, a bunch of like lizard, snake, man people, okay. um, beat the piss out of them. And then, so the Valerians try to get away and travel back in time. and But they end up with the dinosaurs. Hmm. All the dinosaurs. Because, you know, all every single dinosaur you've ever seen... They all existed in the same time oh, right. at the exact same place. Okay, they weren't. Uh, <laughs> yes, there, of there years was apart. not two hundred million years before between so Stegosaurus the, the, the and T Rex. Come, uh, did they travel back in time to nineteen ninety four when John Hammond opened up his <laughs> Jurassic Park? It's probably more. They yes, yeah, it was probably they ended up on Island Nubular instead of sixty five million years ago. But uh, yeah, so anyway. The Rulons chase them. Now, the Valerians make friends with the dinosaurs and use their telepathic powers. Wait, dinosaurs to... have telepathic powers? No, the Valerians. Oh, do. the Valerians. And have... they can communicate and then help control the... So that's how they're able to ride them. Yeah, they're able to ride them. Hence dino And then riders. the Rulons, they Who's have... Who's the bad guys? The Rulons. The oh. snake lizard man people. Oh, okay. Um, they have the brain box, which helps mind control because they don't have... Apparently, if you naturally have the power to control someone's mind, it's okay. But if you use a machine to do it, it's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Science tells us that's true. Yes. Um, No, it's true. You have that power. (laughs) What? What power? (laughs) But uh, so they decide to weaponize these dinosaurs because that's what we do. Right. Uh, And uh, the majority of the dinosaurs that were... uh, Whoa. I think what? the next Jurassic World is about weaponizing dinosaurs. Yeah. You think they're really, they're just making a Dino Riders they're, they're movie? They're making Dino Riders. It's slowly <laughs> but surely happening. Right. But, well, you know, they have the raptors. They're the weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
which they kind of ripped off from the idea of aliens. I mean, Wu is Burke, if you think of it that way. True. Uh, but then in the next Jurassic Park, then they're going to have to put rocket launchers and laser cannons, all kinds of crazy-ass shit on them in, like, armor. Right, because the raptor's not deadly enough. Yes. So, well, the Deinonychus, they had, like, these, like, saddle seats, and they rode them. Right. Like, uh... And then they had like laser cannons. I had uh, I had Deinonychus with Antor, who was like one of the now, bad guys. Were the figures tiny? Yeah, they were on the smaller side. So, <sighs> like Star Wars, three inches? No, they were actually the, the humans were a little bit smaller. Like mask. Yeah. Well, it was uh, it was Tycho. Mm. Was Mask Tycho? No, they were Kenner. Was it Kenner? Okay. Um, but it was similar to that style, like the joints, whereas like, you know, G.I. Joe had, the, for the articulating points, they were more hidden, mm. whereas these, like, you could actually see, like, the silver pop rivets mm. in place. Um, I would say the dinosaurs were probably on a similar scale to the Jurassic Park ones. Oh, okay. They're about that scale. Uh, in fact, the Deinonychus and the Velociraptors are almost identical. If you took a glance at them, you'd probably mistake them. The Platicus or Diplodocus, or whatever the hell they called it on that. Uh, it was like the little armored APC for the Valerians. So, it like, over its back, it had, like, two pods on each side, and it would open up, and it was a little command center and shit. And that came out in the first season. That's the one I had. And I'm sure you pop a couple C batteries in there, flip the switch, and then all four legs, and it would walk for you. Uh, and then the Rulons, they had, they had the... Uh, all your little predators so they had the t-rex which was steal the sea battery sea batteries out of mom's <laughs> vibrating rocket ship she kept in her underwear drawer <laughs> right what's what's this all over diplodocus <laughs> didn't have time had to get it in and out <laughs> not, not literally i'm all right we're going too far oh squeezer i'm sorry so there was a cartoon right kinda it was a commercial uh, They're 14, 14, 22 minute commercials that they made. Only nine of them, no, 11. 11 of them aired. Yeah, Marvel Productions. Mm-hmm. Marvel Action yeah. Universe. Yeah, there is a whole whole backstory about it. And um, they actually, the, the toys lasted longer than the series. There was four series of toys. Each year they put it out from 88 to 91. And then they did uh, like an Ice Age one oh, with uh, mammals and shit towards wow, the end. Wow, that's pretty dope. Yeah, it was actually they were more in development too. And then I guess it just hmm, that's pretty neat. Fell apart, but those are cool. They're fun. Oh, I there's love... a film adaptation being fucking yes. fast tracked. Of course there yes. is. They are. They're still looking for a writer. Um, uh, I'm available, Mattel. Uh, I could write Dino Riders and give it a good serious spin. Yeah. Well, if start now and you might have a, actually a good Dino Rider script before this even gets uploaded. <laughs> so, I don't think they're. The, uh, and from <coughs> what I understand, they want to keep it uh, more family friendly. Well, of course. Yes, it makes sense. I would. So <clears throat> we said everything about Dino Riders. Uh, the next toy we talked about Trinky Dinks is a toy that you need your parents around. This next toy was a toy that you didn't have your parents around for, but you probably should have. Creepy crawlers! It's the creepy crawlers oven. It's the creepy crawler super oven. Wow! Mega mold, super oven, and a timer. It makes bigger, better, but and now you can make your own Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Cool. It makes super-sized bugs and Power Rangers super fast. That 
That's why they call it the Super Oven. Keep the color Super Oven comes with everything here. Other mold packs of plastic goods. Your parents put it together. Life holding batteries not included. From Toy Max. Now, I did not have the Super Oven. This was probably like later, much later in the because Creepy Crawlers. Power Rangers yeah, and right. we the couldn't cross make, marketing You just stuff. make like little bugs and yeah. occasional aliens, I think. Mm-hmm. But I had the Creepy Crawler Oven. Did you? Oh, yeah. It was like the, the boys' Easy Bake Oven. It had the same mm-hmm. lamp in it that could um, almost burn your house down. <laughs> I wonder how many house fires were started because uh, of Creepy Crawler Ovens. I was more than those damn uh, scooters or whatever the hell the... Oh, the hoverboards? Hoverboards, they call them? yeah. Yeah, now, absolutely. Now so, phones. Everyone's making a big deal like, oh, this hoverboard explodes. This phone explodes. This laptop explodes. We had a little plastic box with a 100-watt light bulb in it. <laughs> and we'd put, uh, was it, was it, it was steel, right, or aluminum? Um, No, it got, for the temp, it had to have been steel for steel, how hot yeah. they got. Yeah, because the aluminum would have I, I probably still, I mean, I have a lot of scars, but I'm sure if I could trace them back some yeah, of them are related to that so they'd have these like uh steel molds mm-hmm. and you'd put creepy crawler goop i believe it was mm-hmm. called and that goop i mean you spilled that in the carpet your mom would fucking that shit was nasty it was nasty so i we are stupid kids i never really got the mixing and the making them look like they did in the commercials i guess you'd have to like fill the little parts in with goop heat it up i tried. bring it back out uh. fill it more with goop heat it up you mm-hmm. couldn't just mix it all goop I tried. Yeah, I was I so bad at it. I, know, so I, I think I think maybe some of them, like if it was obvious, like I, sometimes I could do like spider legs a different color occasionally. Can you still remember the smell? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, it's burned um, into my brain. Well, it burned. It probably it's so toxic. <laughs> uh, if <laughs> Yankee are, Candle, if you want to really <laughs> corner the market, oh, make a creepy crawler's goop candle. I'll buy that shit. The thing that blows my mind is because I know and. Because it's an older toy. It's been around for the a 60s, long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, by Is the time it, it got made? to us, I think that'd be a really bad idea. Huh. I When I know in the commercial, though, it said batteries not included. Mine you plugged in. Yeah, this must have been a new one. Yeah. But Mine you plugged in, too. For, for me, the like the fork, the, the spatula for, that you would use to pull it out right. was just plastic. Right. So you, you, you stick this little piece of plastic in this oven and pull out the smoking hot piece of steel and you could tell it's just starting to warp and warp and yes it would end up like oh man right on the hand because you'd start to slip so you'd go grab it (laughs) okay so here i guess it was mattel started the creepy crawlers in the 60s and then it was revived by this company called toy max it was out of production for more than a decade this is the the picture i'm looking at is the one we had uh magic maker creepy crawlers and of 1992 that would probably be the year i was 10 mm-hmm. and uh yeah uh now you <laughs> the creepy crawlers that reintroduced the metal molds and the earlier plastic goop type formulation but now utilized a light bulb power magic made maker heater with a heat triggered door designed to remain closed until the mole had cooled successfully to be handled safely the name Magic Maker, as well as the new oven design, were borrowed from the earlier 1980s toys that melted clear-colored plastic granules to form catcher window decorations. Uh, apparently, Mattel, the original Creepy Crawlers, had let the trademark lapse. Wait. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Numerous licenses were employed. Oh, there was Batman, the mask, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. A friend of mine had the uh, the pencil topper one. 
where you can make little uh. like little like basically like little troll figures and stuff and like in separate pieces and then you can combine them together and make like little pencil toppers and he would take them and sell them in school like he was a businessman or some shit good for him yeah oh here oh god this is gonna piss you off because it's gonna piss me off toward the end of the toy max run the oven was redesigned to incorporate a fold down hinge door and required less at home assembly Releases of new mold packs became more and more sporadic over time. In 1997, a wave of molds and a new oven set based on the second Jurassic Park film and the original line of Mutant Squad, Plastic Goop-based figures, three of the six advertised mutants were never released, heralded the end of another era of thing-making and the beginning of a thing-period hiatus. In 2001, Toy Max tried again with both a Creepy Crawlers and Dolly Maker line, but the revival was brief. And then I guess Jack Specific bought it. And I don't think it's used anymore. Well, no, Mattel brought it. Mattel owns it now again. And their thing maker is a 3D printer. Yeah, I guess you don't need the, an oven when you can just yeah, print, print your toys yeah. now. <laughs> but there's something to it. The yeah. the throw. I mean, someone's got to go work in a forge. Sure. It's just preparing you for a future life when you mm-hmm. got to, you know, stamp steel. <laughs> It's probably safer stamping steel. It probably is than these creepy crawlers, but yeah, that was that was our youth. Uh, Nineteen ninety-two. I got it. I, I want to add it to the list of things I want to do for next week. Get a creepy crawler. Get, oven? get a creepy crawler oven. Remake them. You think that yeah. coop's still good? Oh uh, no way in hell! No way in hell! Just the way this guy glows in the dark. <laughs> well, speaking of, this is a quick one. He's staring at me right now. Trollinator. Trollinator. He's the, he's in the original. Look at want to see something? Yeah. D <laughs> That's yep. adorable. I still got my initials in the bottom of his little robot foot. His blue hair and all. We are talking battle trolls. Battle trolls were tr- first of all, I guess trolls are kind of made a comeback recently with that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the animated was, movie. Mm-hmm. But back in the 90s, Holy trolls shit. dominated uh, child, tro- child culture from treasure trolls to shitty ones you got out of a 25-cent gumball mm-hmm. machine to when they tried to corner the kids' boys' market with battle trolls and then those gemstone protectors. Remember those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They looked like pro wrestling trolls. Yeah. Well, these were uh, big-haired dudes with bad attitudes. Okay. <laughs> I had I had a number of I think all but two or three from the first series, so you had a bunch of uh, they all came from like either pop culture or like fiction like vampires. Who made these? Shit like that. Uh, this was Hasbro. Hasbro. Yeah, it started ninety two to ninety three. Oh, they only lasted a year. No, uh, well, the first series came out in like ninety two ninety three. I don't know if they came out across that whole time, but they were they were eventually. No, you're three, right. They only lasted a year. There's eventually three releases that they did of them, mm. and but the first one, that's the one I had a whole bunch of them. And there was a, uh, there was Trolloff. He was a Viking. Oh, cool. Uh, Makes sense. See, let's see if you can guess what these are as I describe them. So Trolloff is the Viking. Okay. Trollclops. Cyclops. Okay. Uh, Nunchuck. Ninja. Okay. Uh, Trollminator. He's. A ripoff of an IP? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they didn't get sued. I mean, it's literally... Because <laughs> Kenner owned the Terminator IP. Yeah. yeah. Man, he's still so bad. I guess it's on parody? I guess you can get Fair away use. with that. Because yeah. it's, you know, it's 
they could argue. Well, it's a troll as a term. If it were a human, yeah. then yeah. Uh, Count Trollula. Dracula. Okay. Uh, Sergeant Troll. An army troll. Uh, a TD troll. Wait. Oh, football player. Yeah. And Captain Troll. That'd be a little harder. A sailor. He's a pirate. Pirate. Close enough. But yeah, I had. So I how many of these did you have? I had Trolloff, Trollclops, Nunchuck, Trollminator, Count Troyula, and I had one, one from the third season, um, Jack Kustrol. <laughs> you spoiled fuck. <laughs> Which they're like four dollars. <laughs> I guess, but still. Uh, but he can you guess who Jack Kustrol was? A deep sea diver. Yes, he was a diver. <laughs> they uh. went. They went. The marketing team really got together in there and got like you know. Got their creative juices flowing. It says that while initially successful, they failed to achieve popular success at the original Troll Toys. I guess Treasure Trolls. Treasure Trolls were fucking huge. Well, that's the thing. When you look at what girls have, you know, what they had for toys, it was kind of... There was a lot more brutal competition in the boys' market. These were dolls. These these were dolls. They were going up against, you know, Turtles, Mm -hmm. Ghostbusters, Judge, all that shit. The fourth series was planned but never produced. Uh, prototypes at the New York Toy Fair were shown. Uh, included a line of villains called Evil Horde, as well as Joker, Swamp Thing, Alien Spooths, and one that looked like a hooded executioner. I'd want that alien one. I know you would. Huh. But yeah, I, I, these guys are pretty awesome. Uh, so far, the only one that I've managed to track down that survived was Trollminator. Uh, Count Trollula was pretty cool, too. Yeah, they, I like these guys. Yeah, they're pretty. They're fun. Them. I'm surprised his hair is still intact too. Uh, but yeah, his uh, the uh, robot part of him is uh, used to glow. It was yellow, and it would glow in the dark. And it does not. After I think 24 years or uh, some whatnot, I don't. I don't think that uh, whatever that carcinogen that makes it do that is uh, <laughs> still still palpable. Did you ever read about those um, women who would paint the watches with that radioactive stuff, and they lick the tips to make? Oh, to get, Jesus! They lick the tips of the paintbrushes to get a, t- a pointy mm-hmm. tip, and then they paint their faces because it glow. They glow. Oh, God. yeah, and they all, they all died of radiation poisoning. Uh, there's got to be some something we're doing now. We'll probably sticking a cell phone next to the side of your head, yeah, or, or leaving it next to your or, genitals. That's true. Putting it down your boobs. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Well, well, you know what though? By by then, we'll all be machines anyway. So, all right. So here's my next one. Mighty Max, Mighty Max, it's Mighty Max. Welcome to Skull Dungeon. Wow. Mighty Max. Smasher, get up! Your brain donor is here. Me want brain. No way, slime face. Whoa! Watch out for that first step. Uh, it's not over, Mighty Max. Will Max get fried? His fate <laughs> is in your hands. Mighty Max, Mighty Max. You can collect all his adventure sets, each sold separately. Mighty Max figure included from Mattel. Now, Mighty Max. They were so cool. I didn't really have many of these because these kind of came out in 92 and my mom thought I would lose all the pieces because they were tiny. So... At least she thought you would lose them and not choke on them. Yeah. 
I think Mattel put these out, right? They're originally, uh, they originally, well, I think, in the UK. Yeah, well, uh, I know Bluebird yeah. created or put out its predecessor. But, and then Hasbro, was it Mattel. Hasbro? Mattel. Mattel uh, eventually would take on that IP. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was produced in the UK, but then like Mattel sold it in the US, yeah. managed it that way. Yeah, they were pretty neat. Um, the sets were like very detailed and little, and I mean, I guess they were fun, but you couldn't really. Yeah. I remember we, we talked Happy Meal toy play sets. Mm-hmm. They had uh, the Mighty Max ones for the Totally Toy Holiday one. Oh shit! In 1993, and at the time I was 11, and I didn't really give a shit. But I remember I got one, and it was pretty cool. You 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 thought it was cool, but you didn't. You had to be cool. It was. I had to pretend. I didn't you had like to pretend it. you didn't like it. Yeah. Um, they had a, a TV show too, mm-hmm. a cartoon. It was Max, Virgil, that little bird that was in the cloak, like the Yoda type, and then Norman, the the bodyguard, who looked like Cable, I think, right? In the mental arm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they didn't. And then they started. Uh, you could never watch that cartoon though. Because of who voiced the Skullmaster. Oh, that's right. In your household. Yeah. Yeah. Was, he, uh, wow, he was supposed to, he did a lot of voice work back. Tim Curry did a lot of voice work. In that. Well, that's why he got cut from the Joker, because he did a he, lot. Yeah, he did a lot. They wanted something different. Um, yeah, I had uh, the Temple of Venom, I think it was called. It was the snake. Okay. It was like a, a pit viper. Yeah, had a little... Uh, scorpion in it mm-hmm. yeah yep the black scorpion and yeah the, the head would lift up and then the jaw would drop down and the whole rest of the body would lift up and then there was a little like hook rope bridge, a yeah. hook bridge yeah. and and that, it was just it was pretty badass i got that at the lane co the same lane co where you have to dodge ceiling tiles where i got my uh 1989 batman hat no is this the one by the chicken lounge over there uh no this no, would okay. be in the fine borough of copley pennsylvania uh, well, the one in South Whitehall that I would go to, no one knows what Linko is, but it was this like predecessor to Walmart superstores where there'd be like a supermarket. Like they were basically, they, there was like the, I know ours was, the Linko was a department, kind of like the cheap department store. And then the, the food, food lane. lane was next door, but they were kind of attached in the middle. Oh, see, ours was just one giant. Okay, ours was two separate buildings. And in the middle was where the arcade was, and that's where you would play Altered Beast like a badass. No, the arcade was in the entrance of ours. Okay. And um, it was just one giant, giant deal. And so this was an early predecessor to, predecessor to like, Walmart. And then, like, that's where I first saw Battle Trolls. Like, all these toys we're talking about early 90s, like, I would look at them aliens, Wild West Cowboys and Moo Mesa, mm-hmm. uh, Super Mario Brothers movie toys. Like, I would go to Lenko and my mom would food shop and I would just look at the backs like like window shopping for kids was is was bigger than anything I don't know if it still is with the internet but yeah yeah it was but Mighty Max was cool little toys even Marvel Toy Biz would make little um Spider-Man and X-Men animated series Mm -hmm. ones they looked like a comic book it was a box and it'd fold up and it'd have tiny little figures. I think even the Ninja Turtles did. Yeah, and then even like <laughs> even Star Wars tried tried doing it with like the Micro Machine crossover, like with right. the little play sets. <clears throat> yeah. So everyone tried to kind of capitalize on the miniature thing. Mighty Max took it a step further by even miniaturizing the play sets down to the point where like I had a like a dragon's head. Yeah. And it would 
you'd pop open and really literally like you know how big mighty max was like Mm -hmm. like a thumbnail Mm -hmm. and the case was just big enough to have mighty max Mm. and then i don't know what you did with them in there but they were really detailed the amount of like the the detail that they would put in these molds Uh, i don't want to be that old guy saying they don't make stuff like that anymore but i don't think they do i don't even know We'd have to we'd have to track I'd it down. Have to, we have to take a trip to Toys R Us yeah. one day and make a YouTube video. All right. Because we're, I'll we're, bring my kids so it doesn't look creepy. Right. We're talking about launching a YouTube channel in the near future, so that could be our first, our first one. I have to cut my hair now. <laughs> probably. Or can I dye it blue like this guy? I would go that way. And you can do yours like that guy. It already kind of is. <laughs> True. Now, let's talk about. There was Mighty Max, but for... Mighty Max had a predecessor. He did. Hi, I'm Polly Pocket. Let's have fun in my playhouse together. Open up the case, there's a world for you. Wow. There's so many fun places, you'll have lots to do. Polly Pocket, Polly Pocket, Polly Pocket, Polly Pocket, Polly Pocket. So small, you can take her anywhere. You and the girls on your street. And you can play with Polly because she's so neat. Polly Pocket, Polly Pocket, Polly Pocket, Polly Pocket. Polly Pocket Playcases, each sold separately. New from Mattel. It is Mattel. I remember that. My sis. I so did, did Mrs. Squeezer make you? Uh, she didn't make me, but I, I wanna. I don't want the show to be uh, all, all boys. So you know, usually we, we're, we're talking, talking about, about girls' toys actually played with, though. Yeah, but we we talk about our personal experience, so we don't. You know, we're not gonna talk a whole lot of girls' toys. These are ones that when they came out, I was kind of jealous. So was I. Absolutely. Like, I want this yeah, shit. Yeah, this is, looks fun. And then they're like, "Oh, we can make money off of boys. We'll make Mighty Max." All right. Um, but actually, this was originally made by uh, Bluebird Toys in the UK. Right. Um, same with Mighty Max. Yeah, same as Mighty Max. And it came from, it was a dad in the 80s who made a little toy for his daughter. And he took a compact and made a little play set out of it. And that's how it started. But yeah, they would, this was what I was talking about when I was trying to say like, uh, how do you play with, you know, certain girls toys or whatever like there's a certain like the color forms like yeah what do you do like the one thing I, they were cool but once yeah. you open Same it with up mighty max what do you do with it yeah, yeah. but for my thing it, like all right boys toys are easy they got guns you run around throw shit and they have a battle sure Polly pocket it's like you open up it's like oh this is the restaurant she works at so you play like waiting tables <laughs> i guess um my sister had Polly pockets how old's how old's mrs squeezer same age as you? So, no, it's your sister. Oh, no. I'm rocking. I'm robbing the cradle. So yeah, yeah. So, so she's eighty five, eighty six, eighty six, eighty six. Yeah. So yeah, she had a couple of these, mm. and she'd brought it up. Um, my sister had a couple of them as well. I, I remember when I'm going through looking at pictures. Yeah. I, I recognize some of them. Like there's like a star just in the pastel colors. Yeah. You know, it was again the detail. The Polly Pocket still exists, but not in that original form. Right? Yeah, they um, once Mattel got it. Um, no, Mattel always had it, but well, no, Bluebird had it, uh, and then I, I, I think they had uh, Mattel took got at the end of that commercial. It said by Mattel. Uh, yeah, well, I think they distributed it, wow. and then I think they bought it out. Holy, I could just be talking out of my ass, but um. Oh, Bluebird Toys endured several hostile takeover attempts until Mattel finally purchased them that year. 98. Mattel just had distribution rights okay. in the U.S. 
Look at that. My ass was right. Yeah. <laughs> and then in 99, Mattel redesigned Polly Pocket and created a new series of collectible items. The new doll was larger and had a more lifelike appearance. And Mattel also introduced Fashion Polly, which used the same characters from the new Polly Pocket line, but they came in the form of three quarter, three and three quarter inch plastic jointed dolls. So the whole time, the Bluebird's fighting to keep their IP and they love the idea behind it. And Mattel the whole time is like, we want this. We want to destroy it and make it our own. Uh, I, I think what they did was they just made it just another thing that looks like everything else out there, to be honest with you. Polly Pocket, like it, it had a little niche. Now, who knows? It probably, I don't know if it was still selling well, but I don't know. It something about playing with that and just reinforcing the idea of making menial tasks fun for me. That uh, waiting tables and sitting by the pool. That's, that's for me, that's playing right there. <laughs> I, I don't know. My sister, that's why my sister always wanted to play with us. Yeah. Because it wasn't as fun. My sister had a dollhouse. Do you know how often she played with the dollhouse? Not much. I was playing with it. I was doing, <laughs> I was doing drug raids. <laughs> Describe this for the <laughs> listeners at home. How did you do a drug raid uh, uh, in your sister's dollhouse? G.I. Joe, D.E.F. Force. <laughs> Those guys, they'd have little ropes. They'd swing down. The windows would kick in. Right. They'd pop on through the windows, uh, <laughs> kick the doors open, make little flashbangs out of like some uh, salutes. And... How did you know what a flashbang was? Watch Cops. Oh, yeah, I guess he did. My dad loved Cops. It was his favorite show. Cops. It was filmed on location. I don't. He didn't even want. He just sat there and closed his eyes and just listened to the radio. He probably did on cops. <laughs> well, that was Polly Pocket. This next one, we're we're really stuck in the '90s with these because I'm going 1990 again. Extra, extra, read all about it. One of Dick Tracy's junior detectives has witnessed the killer's itchy and flat top leaving the scene of a crime. Luckily, he's got on the Dick Tracy two-way wristwatch, the best way to keep in touch with headquarters. The transmit button activates the voice monitoring light, and the built-in working watch keeps super accurate time. Will Dick Tracy get there, or will Itchy and Flattop get away? Find out next time. Dick Tracy, Baker's vehicles and watch each sold separately from Plymouth. Now, do you remember this Dick Tracy watch? I remember. I was jealous. I never had to watch. We had them. Chris and my brother and I had them. It was like a, a red, like vinyl rubber, like rubber wrist, and then this this uh, metallic, like plastic piece slid over it, and it was a, a liquid crystal display watch on the top, and the bottom looked like a speaker, but it was just the light that when you press the button, the light would come on. Like you cannot talk to anybody on this thing. Oh. But we wore the, so then. Like, my parents realized that we really wanted wristwatch walkie-talkies, so they bought their Dick Tracy wristwatch, which was, like, the size of, uh, (laughs) ah, God, how can I even describe it for the people at home? Uh, You know those small cereal boxes you get? Yeah, the ones we... store, the multi-packs? Yeah. It was, like, one of them attached to, (laughs) like, a, a... rubber band that you and it had a giant antenna coming out of it was basically like the smallest form of walkie-talkie they can make it was which was still huge at the time attached to your wrist and chris and i and you you could talk to each other from about a range of 10 feet <laughs> you, the whole thing you're really just actually hearing each other right. <laughs> use the nine volt battery like one every 10 minutes and they, they were fun and probably 
not the best idea. But but then they also sold the Dick Trace Playmates would sell the Dick Trace the Crime Stoppers kit, which was this uh, vinyl belt that had <laughs> a couple pieces of yellow chalk, I guess, for outlining dead bodies, uh, a, a pouch, a flashlight, uh, magnifying glass, a law enforcement measuring tape. Uh, official police barricade tape, some plastic handcuffs, uh, secret Dick Tracy ring key that unlocked the handcuffs, a wallet that came with real and counterfeit official Dick Tracy money, the ID badge, uh, the, wa- the the police badge, the plastic police badge, the official Crime Stoppers textbook <laughs> includes a counterfeit guide and special fingerprint kit. Fingerprint ink cleans up with soap and water. So, yes, my brother had this. I had, I'm going to post on on Instagram this video of this from 1990, 1991, I believe, where I'm in my, my um, church jacket that I wore as my Dick Tracy jacket <laughs> and a plastic Dick Tracy hat, just watching, like, Dick Tracy cartoons with my brother and sister. And they also had this, like, my brother and I also had the Dick Tracy ID composite kit which would have, you get these these plates and you go over them with a crayon and then you make like a composite of like a face. All this shit sounds real. I didn't have any of this. Oh, yeah. So you had, you had all like the role play yeah, stuff. Yeah, we didn't really have much yeah. of the figures. See, I, I, had, I had a number of the figures. We'd always get the role play stuff. When mm-hmm. it comes to Ghostbusters, Police Academy, uh, I, we weren't until like, I really wasn't a figures person. Well, see, that's the thing. You had a brother and sister that you could play with with that stuff. Yeah, mainly. I had a sister who I probably locked in the little cubby hole, like in the crook of the attic. And yeah, I just played with myself with the windows covered so no one could see me. Do you remember how huge the Dick Tracy movie was in 1990? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, The the applause dolls, Breathless Mahoney, Mm -hmm. Madonna. Uh, the movie itself, I love. It's one of my favorite, and yeah. from like a set perspective and an art direction, yeah, it's an absolutely gorgeous film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am. <laughs> I'm it was Disney who owned that IP too, right? They put that out. Makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, in 1990, Dick Tracy was everything. Like it was like there was Batman, and then next in line came Dick. Like after. That came Dick Tracy. The NES game. There was the NES I game. I forgot. Was horrible. That, was, that was what? Oh, you liked it? It was impossible. I fucking love that game. That's up. That's in my top ten easily. You like these weird yeah, games? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the watch. Mm-hmm. The uh, the light up watch. The light up watch. Yeah. I love it because it reminds him, as you're Dick Tracy, that you are Dick Tracy. Because why wouldn't Dick Tracy have his name right in the, in the LED in, it's in Dick the, Tracy yeah in the watch liquid crystal display it's now cut to two years ago when I first got my Apple watch and you and I were sitting in the control room you were there when I got it and <laughs> I, I put it on and the first text I get from anybody is squeezer texting me come in Dick Tracy so childhood came full circle which you thought I would have for three weeks and be collecting dust. I, I, I wanted, I wanted you to get an app for it that could measure the amount of dust that would collect on it over time. But you still wear that son of a bitch. Every day. Still the Model 1. I haven't even needed to go yeah. to the Model 2. And it, it, I am a proponent. If you have, a, have an iPhone, get the Apple Watch. Uh, it's a great accessory. I have my wrists are way too slender. So are mine. Even for the women's. I have the uh, women's version. I know, and it just looks like. Well, the thirty-eight millimeter. Yeah, 
I could have used one of those last night. Um, <laughs> so that's all I have to say about Dick Tracy. Yeah. Let's move on to another fun toy from the 1990s. Did I forget to invite you to the pool party? Well, maybe next year. On those occasions when you need to make a big splash, there's the Super Soaker 100. It has a powerful air pressure system. Oh, Buffy! A range of up to 60 feet. And a drenching spray. The Super Soaker 100. It's a water gun of a higher caliber. Also the 50 or the ultimate, the 200. A water gun of a higher caliber. That's what you get when you have an aerospace engineer make a toy for you. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. This, uh... Laramie? Uh, well, Laramie bought the rights. Uh, Lonnie Johnson, mm-hmm. working for the Air Force back in the 80s. He's in his house, just fucking around, trying to figure out how to make a cooling system um, to use water to cool, I don't know, rockets, rocket ships, instead of using, you know, some other kind of chemical. And it, like, took off and, like, squirted water. And he's like, <coughs> oh, shit, this looks like fun. And then from there, he started developing it. And it took years shopping around until finally Laramie said, yeah, let's make it. And uh, they came came up with the uh, power drencher mm. in like 1990. And it didn't do too well. And all they did, all they had to do was rebrand it, called it the Super Soaker 50. And I would say it's probably the most successful you know, water, gun? Out, water gun outdoor toy I mean, I can't, I can't, you tell, you tell me about, you know, going out in the summer and it was all super Everybody had a super soaker. Yeah. Everybody wanted a super soaker. Before this, you get a water gun that you just the, pump. That or like. Or the electronic l- one that goes. And they all look like little Uzis. Right. Black with the little orange tip that you would just take right off. Laramie even used to sell those too. That was also a Laramie product. Um. Now, the Super Soaker, Super Soaker 50 was the original? Yes. That was the first one ever produced. What's in the National it, Toy Hall of Fame? Uh, it was nominated. Oh, I, don't nominated. Know if it, I don't know if it okay. won. It should. I mean, Jesus, it was a work of art. And then there was the 100. Ugh. That's what this spot was for. The I 100. wanted it so bad. I never had the 100. I had I had this this one pot up uh, this commercial. Do you remember this? The new Laramie Super Soaker XP 105. Yes. Twice a drench of your original Super Soaker. Get to know it. Learn to love it. It is your friend. Smell. Hit me with the XP 105. Sarge? I said hit me! Yeah! Less pumps to power than before. The XP power game shows how much power you're packing. I'm soaking my stuff and I'm loving it. My turn. Yeah! The new Laramie Super Soaker XP 105. Weather is better. Weather is better. I, I forgot all about that, but that uh, that tagline. See, I, I kind of lost Super Soaker after the original three lines. It was the 30, which was the pistol size, mm-hmm. then the 50, which was the what everyone the original, had. That's yeah, the only green. one I ever had. Yeah, and the, then the 100, which only yeah. rich kids had. Yeah. Well, <laughs> which was blue. It was orange, yellow, and blue, I yes. believe. And then there was the 200, which had two tanks. And then a shoulder strap. Mm. And the shoulder strap went from the back to the nozzle. Mm. Now, the problem is the barrel of that is just very thin PVC. Mm-hmm. And once you put basically a gallon of water on the back of that thing, that's eight pounds. 
and snapped that thing right in half. Oh, it did? Yeah. It happened to mine because I had the 200. You cry? And, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so then I went out and got the 300. <laughs> of course. You fucking spoiled little yeah, fuck bastard. You. <laughs> yeah, that was a backpack. So it was like basic. This thing looked like a goddamn. In fact. It's, it's as, a, as a V8 engine? Wait. Uh, armed with three air pressure firing chambers and sporting the same 6.5 liter displacement as a V8 engine? Yes. Jesus yes. Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that <laughs> thing was awesome. It, it looked like a goddamn flamethrower from World War II. <laughs> You'd strap this. I'm pretty. Sh- I'm sure at some point I tried to convert it into one as well. Uh, yeah, even like the firing mechanism wasn't even a trigger; it was a handle on the front that you would pull back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we would have. Oh man, we'd have wars. Summer. That's when. That's what I want to do this summer. Let's have a super soaker fight. Uh, now, I'm gonna every wear a sweatshirt though. Podcast so we do. You're like, we well, you already did it. Let's get a. It's creepy crawlers out oh, yeah. <laughs> We are never going to get a creepy crawler ever. We are never going to buy super soakers and have a super soaker. Who makes super soaker now? Uh, Hasbro bought it. It's Nerf, right? Yeah. Yeah, Nerf mm-hmm. super Can you still buy the super soaker 50? Yes, but they remodeled it slightly. So you know how you used to be able to screw the tank off, fill yeah. it up and screw it back on? Now that's you just one piece. Oh, okay. You fill the tank, and it's... and but it, and it leaks Remember they made like, like the extra tank belts? Oh, yeah, yeah. You have like arsenals or yeah. Can, yeah a bandolier mm-hmm. i couldn't my mom wouldn't we wouldn't get those so what i would do is i would take two liter or three liter empty soda bottles and fill those up with water and have them in my backpack so that when i could quick pop one out and then kind of like loading your gun like mm, in the, the revolutionary muzzle, war <laughs> like a muzzle loader i take that and just dump one thing of water into the other and then quick screw it back on those were the good old days but then uh I told you about some of the battle. Eventually, they came out with the constant pressure system. Okay. Which that, would... That was the one that you'd, you'd execute kids with? Yeah. you would, So, when we would play, like, Capture the Flag, you get that. And it says very clearly on the label, on the barrel of this gun, do not shoot into the ears or face. Mm-hmm. So, we figured, what better way than to punish you for being captured? <laughs> you would literally be blind for a mo- brief period of time. That's how much water would just blast you in the face. Nice. That was a good time. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to my last my last pick. No shit. This is actually an 80s toy, and it's sitting right here on the table with us. Hello, I'm Pee Wee Herman. Talking Pee Wee is really cool, cool. He's naughty. I know you are, but what am I? Soon, <laughs> you'll be that way, too. Whatever you may do, it's so much fun when he's with you. Banana sandwich? Arrgh! You'll go wacko, you'll go crazy, with Talkin' Pee-wee. Talkin' Pee-wee from Matchbox for you and your kid. Cherry sold separately. What's that? Major luck. Major luck. Now, this was the Talkin' Pee-wee Herman doll. Now, I have one that I bought at RetroCon two years ago that still has... It was. It's, it's in the box. It's pretty... I'd say it's a nine, at least, as far as condition yeah and it's one of the original matchbox it still has a lionel kitty city 2497 price tag on it when i find some of the price tag like that you like want, you want to buy it, it oh it's awesome having the original and like the markdown like i have a copy of blades of steel at home like a a kb markdown sticker oh, right. on it so it says on the back here uh Pee Wee Herman comes to you from his Emmy Award-winning TV show, Plug in the Emmy, 
Pee-wee's Playhouse. The Lively Show has been credited with stimulating imaginative, um, imaginative and creative thinking in a wholesome environment of wacky, playful, zany characters. Take that, Squeezer Mom. Hey, I got to give him credit. If, if someone in your organization wins an Emmy, you put it out there and tell them you won an Emmy. <laughs> and by any means necessary, you even kind of can lie about what you won the Emmy for. <laughs> So mine still talks, but doesn't really sound that good. Oh, Jesus. Hang on, back it off a little bit. It's, it, this is one of the ones that has a record kind of player in it. So the speed's kind of effed up on it. So you gotta, if I, if maybe if I do it slow. <laughs> it's making eye contact with me. I wonder if he recorded the same way Krusty did. <laughs> I love you. Oh, he says I love you. Aww. Uh, now I'm going to tell an embarrassing story about the Pee Wee Herman doll and Ryan, young Ryan. So my mom and dad drove down to the Lionel Kitty City in Philadelphia. I think I told this story already. To get me this for my Christmas uh, when I was five, 1987. And uh, I wasn't a bedwetter, but occasionally I did maybe like three times in my life. And one of the times I pissed on my baby Herman doll. <laughs> so upset. In, in the... No, you haven't told the story. Please. Well, continue. I told the Christmas one. I didn't tell you. How I yes. On it. <laughs> it says in the top here, surface washable, wipe gently with a damp cloth. That wasn't enough to get the piss out of Pee-wee. <laughs> So I, he wasn't such a hot ticket item at that point. So my parents went and got me a second Pee Wee Herman doll. Maybe I mean the guy was a freak. Maybe he might have liked it. <laughs> might have liked it. But he is. This is my third Pee Wee Herman doll. Um, I haven't pissed on this one yet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I love. I carried this thing with me everywhere. Pee Wee was huge, and there was other toys from Matchbox. There was figures. There was a playset. They made a cherry doll. They made a Pee Wee puppet, a ventriloquist. Pee Wee. They made, um, you know, there was just a whole bunch of Pee Wee, a lot of Pee Wee toys. I, I've come across, I, I, oh, I should have. Then I they re released it, it in the early 2000s, but it was electronic talking Pee Wee. And then, like, sold at Spencer's Gifts and stuff. Mm -hmm. But now this is the original Matchbox pull string. I, I, I didn't think anything of it. I got to keep an eye out from now on. I see cherry dolls a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. When I'm hitting up flea markets, just wandering around. If you saw, see one MIB, I want it. All right. But he was kind of, Cherry was kind of exposed to the elements because it was kind of out there. So sure. make sure it's a clean mint in box. All right. You know how I like clean. Yeah. Well, I don't, if some guy with a cigarette hanging out of one side of his mouth and a cigar hanging out of the other and one <laughs> tooth hanging out the middle. Uncle Bex? Uh, it, He's, he works the flea markets? I would, he doesn't work anywhere else. All right. Let's move on to another 80s toy. Only one man is tough enough to stop the evil outlaw Tex Tex, the brave star. Neutral laser and laser fire figures sold separately. You're busted, Tex Tex. My laser fire backpack makes me unstoppable. You're history, brave star. Never. Think you're tough enough for my neutral laser cannon? Watch this. Ah, what happened? Laser fire. Neutral laser, laser fire, brave star, and Tex Tex. Each sold separately, batteries not included. You from Mattel. 
I don't know nothing about Brave really? Star. Really? You don't remember how huge Brave Star was? Not at all. It was the biggest thing ever. To the point where Mattel really thought that this was going to surpass Barbie. Really? They were banking on it. Really? They, they were trying... They, they licensed this out to whoever would listen. <laughs> and... Uh, they made a couple figures, and then the figures actually came out a whole year before the show was even released. This was um, when you when you think of corporate involvement and development and focus groups and all that kind of shit. That was all part of uh, the development into Brave Star. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of arguments back and forth between the artists and. The uh, higher ups and how they wanted it and so different it colors. They the, the the all the executives. Well, we want them blue. The so artists it's are designed like, by committee. Yeah, that always turns yeah. out well. It's like the, the they're like, well, it's for boys. We want them in blue. And the artist is like, well, the whole planet's blue. And he's like a he's a marshal. They had Isn't him. Isn't he all an cla- Indian too? I'm sorry, he, Native American. Uh, <laughs> he, they didn't specifically say, but he looked it. Right, he had and he had what he, our president refers to as those high cheekbones. Yes, um, <laughs> Pocahontas, if you will. Yes, um, and uh, he also had the power of bear, eagle, and cougar. So yeah, um, so oh yeah, my they kind of and and it was also old. He West also Town. protested the Dakota pipeline. Yes. Well, no, he was he was protesting um, the curium mines that uh, Tex Hex was trying to exploit from the prairie people and uh deputy fuzz which were they was uh, was this 87 or 2017 <laughs> holy shit they, this they really could i'm i'm sure <coughs> the amount of money they put into this they want to try to make it back so mattel if you guys want to make a another brave star movie feel free just set them because they didn't the the movie instead of mars um but these figures were fucking awesome the what was detail. So good about them? Well, first of all, they were like eight inches tall already, so they were like twice the size, twice the bulk, mass, the weight of your typical figure that you had at the time. Mm-hmm. Eleven points of articulation. Wow. Um, a lot of detail, like even like in in the clothes, like you could feel there was texture to it. Um, uh, in the cartoon, he had like a ponytail, but for sake of ease, uh, in uh molding it it was more like a little like rat tail like molded on the back of his neck okay oh, um, these were huge were yeah they're like uh, centurions right mm-hmm. yeah uh, they had and uh, ba- um thundercats were kind of this big too yeah i, w- I would think they're even bigger than thundercats mm-hmm. um they do but, anything special yeah well oh do they ever so they uh, <laughs> i i had i only had of the two i had i had brave star and tex hex which i'm pretty sure i when i got it it came they came individual and they came in a two-pack so mm. i think i got them with the two-pack um they had a quick draw action but they came with their laser fire infrared backpacks Oh. These things were fucking awesome. So you'd strap these backpacks on, and then the lasers pointed over their shoulders. You click the button with a 9-volt battery in there, and the infrared it would uh, trigger a little sound when it would hit. Oh, so it was like laser tag on figures. Yeah. Oh. Then they even had a gun, too, like a big like cannon that they would like sit next to it and could also fire at, that you could also, like a role-play toy as well, you could use as a, as a uh, laser weapon. 
And I'm guessing these didn't take off the way they wanted them to. They didn't take off the way they, they wanted them to because the, all the licensing they did, all the development that went into it. Right. And they made one series. Ooh. There was should... a second run in development and it just... How long did the show last? Uh, show lasted... I couldn't even... I don't even know it. Maybe like sixty episodes. Something oh, that's like a that. good run. I mean, I'm because I'm not. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into all the detail about Brave Star because we are going to return to New Texas. Oh. When we next and time New we, Texas was on what planet? Uh, I, I, New Texas, I think, was the planet. Oh. Fort Kirium was the town. I mean, I mean, it was one thousand nine hundred fifty-seven light years from Earth. Oh right. So it was, out, it was out there. Of course, um, I would definitely rename that planet New Texas. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but th- then the playset. The playset, Ryan. Texas playset? Well, the Fort Kirium playset. So oh, I'm looking at it now. The Holy command natural. center, the bank, and the jail. Okay? So you had the bases that you would slap down. And, and then the you would, NT flag. Yeah. Hmm? New Texas. Yeah. And then you would build the walls up, and there were these little clips. Like, um, trying to think what the hell they resemble now. But you would push them down to lock the walls into the floor. And then the fronts would fold up, and it was like a, it was all like a fortress. And they had laser cannons underneath. But then you could lower them down and it became like the boardwalk of the old West Town. Oh. The jail, like you could blow the gate open, the door like articulated and you can lock up Tex Hex. You were the, just the so bank, excited about The this. bank vault. Did you have had this, a, you little spoiled Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yes. This is one of my favorite. This playset. So it wasn't just for Brave Star, which made it awkward for all the other toys because everything was like, it was basically everyone else was a midget compared to Brave Star and Tex Hex. But yeah, you had the command center and then the bank vault, which had a little air pressure, uh, little air bladder that you could pop to blow the bank vault open. Was it? I don't know if how that triggered it. But anywho, then all the Kirin would blow out of the safe and then, you know, you'd have a bank robbery and shit like that. So much fun. Oh, God, this was awesome. I'm surprised it's not, a, it didn't last the way they wanted it to. If, it, if I was. It was going to be their next motu, right? This was it. This was going to be huge. Well, we're out of time. And we need to say goodnight to the people because we've kept them over an hour. Well, I hope you enjoyed your time with us. I hope so, too. And we did stay on topic this week. I'm very impressed. Right. So what are we talking next week? We are talking sitcoms. Ooh. We can go on forever about that. On that or about anything else in relation (laughs) to it? Both. Well, for the Rad Years Podcast, I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. We'll see you next week. Uh